Hello, and welcome to Cousin Chat, where we talk about what matters. My name is Donna Pizant, and I'm your host. And today, what matters is being a caregiver. And joining me for this chat today is Ria, my friend Ria. Ria, say hello to the people. Hi, everybody. It is me. I am Ria Christmas, and (laughs) I'm joining my friend, my sister girl, Donna in her podcast. Hi, everybody. And I'm so glad you're here with me today, Ria. Unfortunately, we're talking about something that we kind of have in common. When my dad was living, I ended up being a caregiver for him. I mean, he was still getting around on his own and everything, but you know, caregivers are responsible for a lot. And um, I know you are currently a caregiver to your grandmother, right? Yes, I'm taking care of my 100-year-old grandmother, my father's mother. My father died in 2007, and I assumed responsibility for her. She has Alzheimer's and um, is totally dependent on um, the care that is provided for her. And see, you know, a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people understand the amount of responsibility that is put on caregivers. You know, I think they see what happens on the outside. You know, they see you come around and you're smiling and you're happy and, you know, you probably are, but there's a lot of stress that can be involved in being a caregiver. And so today I just wanted to kind of shed some light on that, you know, the the idea of being a caregiver and what that really means to maybe give some people a better understanding. So just to start off, uh, what would you say is the hardest part about being a caregiver? The hardest part is coordinating and um, organizing the the care that is provided for her. Um, Like I said, I've been taking care of her since 2007. So, and she has Alzheimer's. She, I'm her spokesperson. And so I go before everything that has to do with her, the doctor's appointments, who washes her hair even. Um, I have to coordinate her supplies and making sure she has the, all that she needs in everyday caregiving. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I have had to go through the paperwork, which is absolutely a non, just just too much, tremendous to make sure she had Medicaid. It took me, I did that through COVID and it took me like almost a whole year to get her approved for it. Um, It just takes so much, like today is an example. I I was just saying to you that, making sure just getting her bed repaired they have i have three um different appointments in three days and they haven't gotten there to prepare to repair her bed it won't go down it's broken and it takes a lot of coordinating and calls and telephones it's a lot of stress on you and it has nothing to do with you it has to do with a whole nother person. And what happens with, um, I'm her granddaughter. So she's a hundred. 
I'm 60 and it takes a lot for me to get on the phone and prepare for all of this and make sure and get all of these things to taken care of so it all works together mm-hmm. and comes together. And it's a lot of pressure. It's not like a baby, like when you were young and you had your child and you were raising your child and you, you know, you had a lot of spunk and you could take care of it. This is a whole nother generation and I'm tired. It takes a lot of toll on a person to make sure you're taking care of someone. You don't want to have that um, something goes wrong and then it falls back on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it takes a lot. It, it It's a lot. Phone calls that don't even have anything to do with you. I have more on days to take care of grandma than I have to take care of my own self. Yeah. And that, yeah, it's a lot. And that can be difficult. I know one of the hardest parts for me was, as you uh, mentioned already, some of that paperwork and just making sure things were in order. And then what used to frustrate me was when I would call, you know, trying to make things easier because, you know, he was totally in his right mind. But, you know, I just like to and I'm very, you know, I'm organized like hands that. On. I'm, yes, I know. Yeah, yes. very hands on. <laughs> like when I would call to arrange things, like, you know, make sure this was covered or that was covered. And then the companies wouldn't speak to me, you know, because yeah. they would only talk to him. And so if I'm trying to do something, you know, get something done while I'm at work because I have a break or something, but they won't right. talk to me because I'm not him, you know, things like that were frustrating for me. I mean, eventually everything always got done, but it was just like, you know, when you're trying to get something done and you have a minute or like five minutes to do it and then you got to get back to work and then only to wait, you know, you know how you have to wait for someone to pick up or to get someone on a call? I can't take it, girl. Only for them to tell me, oh, I'm sorry, I can't talk to you. Well, I'm his daughter. Yeah, well, I know, but I can't. And you know, and I, and I get that too. So I, I never got frustrated with the people because they were only doing their job. But you know, it was just like, come on. I'm just trying to make sure this stuff is straight. It's so frustrating. And I'm her guardian. So I go in and I'm like, I'm her guardian. I already know the spiel. You know, when you get ready to, to have a conversation with these people, I don't care who it is. You have to introduce yourself and let them know that you are uh, accountable. You know, you are in charge. You're 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 a, appointed a person to deal with your this person that you're taking care of. Mm-hmm. It's so hard because you have to go through you have to go through that to validate yourself that you have every right to be calling regarding this person. You know, and it and then. They still give you the runaround. You still have to go through all the spills. And it's so stressful because it's, like I said, it's not even you. It's not even pertaining to you. And that is the main problem of having to take care of people. And and as being a caregiver, you have to. And I keep my personality so up and, you know, peaceful and you know I don't go in like you know I'm frustrated because at this you know as I'm calling you like for for example today 
this was the third day they did not get to my grandmother's house to go and fix her hospital bed. And with Medicaid, I can't get a hospital bed. A new one is broken and I can't get a new one within five years. So you're giving me this runaround, you know, like go fix the bed. You, This is three days in a row. And I'm trying, I'm just, I'm just still being, you know, because I don't want to go off and be, you know, the angry black woman, you know, because you not get, you're not doing what you said you're going to do. And it's so, it, I have to keep myself from getting so, from getting so stressed out is my point. And all of this is after you have already worked a full day. I've worked a full day. I'm still working. Yes, I'm still working. I'm taking care of me. And that goes into the second part of this. What do you do to make sure you're okay? Yeah, you have to take that time for yourself. Well, I know sometimes we go and have our tea, you know, but it's getting cold. We have our tea. (laughs) But like, yeah, when we go have our tea, it's just time for us to just wind, wind down and just kind of relax and, you know, just just talk and just reflect on what, what's happened and just check in with each other. And we yes. do that every now and then. Like, I know, um, you know, it's getting colder, but we still are going to have to find a way to just get find a way. Yeah. So <laughs> I wanted to ask you, what do you wish more people knew about what it's like to be a caregiver. Because I think some people, when they hear caregiver, if they're not familiar, they may think it's just taking a person here for appointments, you know, just making sure they take their medicine, you know, it's, but it's a lot more than that. But what, what would you like to make sure that people know about what it's like to be a caregiver? Um. I think the most important thing is to do besides the all the organizing and the and the choreography that goes into um, making sure that that person that you're taking care of is well taken care of. The most important thing is self care for yourself. The most important thing is taking that time out. And because it be they can it can be overwhelming and can take over you as you're taking care of someone else that you neglect yourself. Make sure you go to your doctor's appointments, you take your medicines, you do what you need to do. That whatever it is that gives you pleasure, do it. And make sure you do it. Like me, I'm a grandma. I have a child, I have grandchildren. They don't live in this state and it takes a lot to break away from what you're doing as a caregiver to go and make sure you develop and you create your own memories, your own um, relationships. You don't neglect yourself. You go and get your massage. You go get your hair done. You go have tea. Whatever it is that gives you pleasure, you make sure you do it. Make sure you develop your own, your, you create your own life's atmosphere. Because it's more, it's most important because that's going to be, you put everything in place, you do whatever you can do 
to make sure that that person that you're taking care of Mm -hmm. as a caregiver is doing, you're doing what you need to do, but that you're also taking care of yourself. It's self-care, self-development, therapy, you know, whatever it is that gives you pleasure, make sure you develop your own memories because that person has lived and made their decisions and however they live their life, you make sure you live your life. Yeah, and I that's think, the most important thing I can say. I think, and and I, I totally agree with everything you said. I think one of the things that I would like people or care, you know, people to know about caregivers is that sometimes there is a guilt that goes along with leaving the person sometimes. But that you spoke to to that, it, it made me think about so many times when I didn't go places because I didn't want to leave. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I did not want to leave him. And although he was totally fine, he would say, no, go, go, go out with your friends or whatever, you know, but there was just this, no, that's okay. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll hang out here, you know, and I, 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 I did not go to a lot of places, but what I also want people to realize is you know, don't forget about the people who are caregivers. You know, if they're not going out all the time, don't stop inviting them because yes. they probably want to go, but just feel like they can't go. So just don't yes. forget about the people who are, you know, caring for other people because, you know, you are a part of their lives. It's just that for a certain time period, they probably just can't be as involved with you as they once were but they yes. do not want to feel like they just don't matter anymore because they can't hang out with you yeah. and I think but I also think I needed to do a better job of communicating to people why I couldn't go places or why I didn't go to this event or that event but for me it was just look I'm hanging out here you know yeah. even though he would say go 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 I'm like no that's okay because there was something that just made me not want to leave him there. You know what I mean? Yes, At the I'm house, like, not even the hospital. At the house, you know. So, yes, I just would like for people like just remember keep keep caregivers in your in your mind every now and then. Just check on them because there is a lot involved with it. And most people who are caregivers, if they're good caregivers, they've got great personalities. You know, they're really trying their best to just maintain and, you know, keep that face like everything is okay. And sometimes it just isn't. Sometimes there are bad days. So yeah, if you I, know I, someone I, who is a caregiver, that that that's one thing I would like for people to know. So like usually we leave people with something to think about. But before we go into the takeaway today, I just want to say thank you for hanging with us here at Cousin Chat. You know, I um, hope you would like to follow this podcast. If you do, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to listen on any of your, you know, favorite streaming platforms, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and other streaming platforms and also on our website that's cousinchat.com c-u-z-n-c-h-a-t.com so now as far as the takeaway my main thing is you know just don't forget about the caregivers keep them in your prayers and for those of you who are caregivers 
just, you know, continue to do what you're doing. Remember that you are not forgotten. And there are people out here who understand what you are going through. And sometimes you may not feel like you are appreciated, but I want at least, I want you to at least know that I I appreciate you. And I'm sure the people that you're caring for do, even if they don't say it all the time. Rhea, do you have anything to add to the takeaway? It's it's a difficult job. um, And sometimes it's unrewarded. It's under, you know, the person that you're caring for, like my grandma, she has Alzheimer's. She can't tell me thank you for bringing me the, the, the pancakes or thank you for making sure I have all the supplies that I need the people are in place she can't it's an it's it's an unappreciated job sometimes you know you're doing it and you you're not getting a, a a thank you even you know what I mean but sometimes you just gotta just rely on and trust on God and like you saying your friends can reach out it's very important that you reach out and touch and just touch bases with someone that you know is in that position, mm-hmm. you know, and encourage them and let them know, like, like you said, Donna, we, we, we can't go, we can't really, you know, um, show up when it's necessary. You think that, oh, I'm not neglecting you. It's just that I'm tired too, you know? Yeah. It's a lot of stress. It's a lot. And I said I wasn't going to cry. <laughs> but it is a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. And you know, you know, I'm a cry baby. You know, I'm a cry. Not, you know, because it's a lot to be in that position and just appreciate or just give someone, you know, a shout out and say, hey, how you doing? You okay? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's just that simple. If it's not, if I can't hang out with you in the evening, if you call me and you want to have breakfast, that's a wonderful time for me early. You know what I mean? Because I have a lot going on and just appreciate the people that are doing it. Even the caregivers, the health aides, Yeah, you know, appreciate them because they're very unappreciated their money is short you know for what they do and they're putting themselves on the line mm-hmm. I'm not, they're there when I'm not there and there it, it's, it's, it's just just and, make and sure another thing though you also want to make sure and that's another reason why you know being a caregiver takes a lot of time is because you want the people to know that, that 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 they're dealing with, you want them to know. Okay, I'll be checking on this person. Like you're gonna see someone popping in here just about every day. You know, you know if there's an appointment, I'll be there. You know, yeah. this person is not gonna be going by themselves. Like, and so when you are that person who's always by this, you know, person side like you and your grandmother, those healthcare workers know that you are gonna pop in they're going to see Rhea's face. You know, you always want to make sure that somebody knows, okay, they're going to check on this one. Yeah. They're checking on this one. 
it's a it's a it's a situ it's a sticky situation and sensitive, very sensitive situation. You know, I am her voice. I'm grand right. I'm my grandma's voice because she cannot speak for herself. I'm who you call. Whenever you call, you're gonna talk to me. You know. So I have, a, I have a friend, a teacher friend, who was the caregiver for her grandmother as well. She's the, what do you call it? The, um, it's a law term. The, um, 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 a power of attorney. That's it. Yes, she has that. So when, you know, there's a change in medication or a change in, uh, nurse or a change it's in so doctor, much. She she has to to deal with it. And she's a teacher like I am, but you know, yeah. after school, she's headed to the facility. You know, it, it's it doesn't stop. And I think that's another thing people need to understand. Like, even when you are out of the presence of the person, your mind is there. You worry. You know, you yeah. wonder, are they okay? Like, it it does not stop. So just Girl. let's just keep all caregivers in prayer because we could we could. If you are a caregiver, then you know exactly what we're talking about. But if you are not and have never been, God bless you. But just try to, if you ever have to be the support system or a friend of someone who was a caregiver, just do the best that you can to just be there. Sometimes be a listening ear. If they seem like they've gone AWOL, call and check on them. They have not abandoned you they just probably need a minute because if they're not with the person that they're caring for, they're probably sleep or probably trying to just do things that they need to do for their own lives. But, you know, I thank you all again. That was a long takeaway, but I think it was necessary. So, Maria, <laughs> thank you so much. And until we come back to our next cousin chat, I'm Donna. I'm Rhea Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been Cousin Chad. Be blessed, everybody. I love Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Rhea. <laughs>